Welcome to the virtual church with Reverend Prosper Asamoah. Reverend Prosper Asamoah is the senior pastor of Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and his love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. The Lord will help us. Today, I want to talk about church. Um, I'm, I'm sad that uh, we all couldn't come because of the weather, but I want to talk about church. Sometimes we come to church as a, as a routine. We were born, uh, our parents take us to church every Sunday. So if you don't go to church, you don't feel good. Uh, sometimes that, that's the feeling. It's just an emotional feeling. But what's the real importance of church? Why do we go to church? I'll take a certain aspect of it, and then we shall look into it, and then we shall see how it applies to love sanctuary. If you read Paul's letters, most of them he said, I, Paul, just when so the apostle of God, this, he would describe himself and says to the church in Philippi, to the church in Rome to the church in Ephesus. So all the letters he wrote and all the assurances, all the powerful words and promises that he gave was given to the saints in the church. Yes, sir. It's expected that every saint, everyone who is born again, who has accepted God, who is a child of God, will belong to a church. So the church is very vital to our Christian life. We are taking advantage of all the developments in the world, internet and everything. But there's no way live streaming or watching your, your phone or your, your TV can replace church as it started in the beginning. In Zama Pinabo Bazi there, say, say, we're cancer power TV, though, we're cabio radio, though, a profundity tax, our Benina, our Casawado. Now, so Ponibia and you have to zone out to two, a sorry she's home. You need personal encounter. You need to meet one on one, flesh to flesh, to, to enjoy church. Oh, yeah, they've been yard, the machine, Zina, and you've been Wobezi, a sorry mudao. I have a running this in with my wife that she travels. She used to travel for three months. I said, she can't travel for three months any longer. We will talk on the phone. We will do video call. We will do everything. But it is never, it will never be like meeting her face to face. You gave my point. Yeah. Holding hands and in her. Amen. So, pain son, what are you going to do? And can you be a one who is not going to be a so as similarly 
we, we will do our best. We say we will not meet too often. We will be doing things on phone and on uh, Zoom and everything. It's fine. It's good. It's, it breaks the gap. But we need to gather as a church. We need to belong to this assembly. We must have an assembly called a church which we participate in and take active part in. That is what will make us complete as saints to receive the blessings that God has for his church. Because Jesus said, I'm building my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. It's the church that is so strong that the gates of hell cannot prevail. Individually, yes, we have some power, but it's the church, the core that once when we gather as a church or when we, are, we belong to a church and we then that's where we can we can appropriate all these blessings and power. Your can say says Ababati and Oye Juma, your can sorni shame deze, casefiduna, neza abobazi nyajizijuma. Nemum O ye papa pade ye be shade ya sor, ye be shiam punim pu ankranquer, na ye yeta ye friend asor, osana Jesus a cane de O besina sor na hell abuburuntum on chum fado. Se wanku ti yan kwankura, it wo tumubi, nemum ye shiada dom da sora. Hallelujah. Amen. When we regrouped or rebranded as Love Sanctuary, um, the Lord laid on my heart and we, 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 have, we have adopted a slogan that says, manifesting the love of God, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. It is very, very important that Jesus is his word. His wisdom, it is his love, it is his power. We must manifest all these things. Today I want to talk, us, talk about our manifesting his love in our midst as a church. Hallelujah. Amen. When God called me to start this church, there's one thing he told me. It was almost vivid. He said, I wanted to build a church, not a crusade. I've said it several times over the years. He said, I wanted to build a church and not a crusade. Hallelujah. Now, crusades are called programs. Churches call it, they call them programs. It's the same crusade. A big, uh, come and say big sermons, collect big offerings, do a few miracles, and the people go away. And your pastor also goes away. And it's finished. Finished. And so the church can become a crusade where we just come and preach big sermons and do a few miracles, say some few prophecies here and there, collect your money, from left, from right, from center, and then we put it together. And then you go away, and we also go away. A few will have some breakthroughs, and then that is it. But that God said he didn't call me for that. He called me to build a church. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 
Say, but a church is like a family. A crusade, let me, it's hard on ourselves, but a crusade is like somebody having a, what do you call it, a local breed chicken. When they wake up in the morning, normally when they wake up in the morning, they go and fend for themselves. And then in the night, they know where to sleep. They come and sleep. They may sleep anywhere. But you know this is mine. Okay, even that they know this is mine. But a church is supposed to be like a poultry farm where it is organized. You look after the people spiritually, emotionally. You care about every aspect of their lives so that they will grow in maturity. It is a difficult one. It is not easy. But when I was called, that was what I was asked to do. And that is God to me. That is church. Hallelujah. Zamreba <laughs> Yerkan and Chasorze or Yamfatumbio, or Donoya today, Ubia, Wafatun there, only the Onyan and Coco, in the Obo Bribu, now was in Coconeguma, or Mahon, Kwanma won't pray, now Oje Nimara Onyan one, the Wobinin, Nayakan and Chayan Sunyan Pano, Wayan, Dan Yerinina, Nayarinin won't you be team. Hallelujah. Amen. So church requires fellowship. It's you know, Asorze Yerkante, or Uninjina do Yankita Wuzi, and fellowship breeds unity. And in that unity and fellowship, there are advantages. And so, our emphasis is a lot on fellowship. We teach the word powerfully. We, we pray mightily. There are prophecies. There are, there's power demonstration. But one thing that will help us to benefit from all this is the fellowship. And that is, let me say, the, the most difficult part. But that's what we, the leaders of this church, because of the call I had, have elected to adopt. Because when we have fellowship and we are united, each believer is encouraged and grows in Christ. Because that is the purpose for which being born again is like a baby being born. The baby must grow. If a baby doesn't grow, it's a big problem to the parents. And many people can say they were born again 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 5 years ago, and yet 
you cannot see growth in them. It is a problem for the kingdom. But the church is where we will mature and grow. And take up important roles in the kingdom of God. Not only in the kingdom of God, in our own lives, so that we enjoy the blessings of God, enjoy our work with God, and walk like uh, liberated people who have dominion in every area of life. Christianity is to put you up there. It is to put you in charge of your life. It is to put you in charge of your circumstances. You, you, you must know that there is a God backing you. In, in, in simple, you must mature, you must grow. Romans said, sorry, um, Paul said in Romans chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, he says, For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. Paul now catch a Roman for you there. Muwape, the Mohuan, and Robaya, Mohue, Susum, and Zame Guomu, no Nasha, one is in. And you see, for me to if put me in the place of Paul, for me to impart spiritual gifts and to strengthen you like I'm doing now, give you strength, give you hope, give you courage, give you, uh, give you faith by the word I speak, I must meet you together. I can't do it individually. By the time I finish with these people, the day is ended. How will I get all of you? So a church is a place that you are strengthened. A church is a place that we impart spiritual gifts into you. And every day as we speak the word of God, as we, 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 we teach you, as we pray for you, we are impacting spiritual gifts onto you. Many of you are becoming aware of who you are, and then you are strengthened. In the difficulties of this world, you are strengthened. It's in church that you receive that strength. Paul, <laughs> I know the pain you are going through, and yet you rise up and you come to church. I see you know, the smile on your face, even though I know what is happening behind the scenes. I'm encouraged. Me too, I'm encouraged. And when I come here and I stand here and I'm teaching you the word of God, telling you what God can do, what he has done for me, what he has done for people, what his promises are, I'm also encouraged. So you and I, we encourage one another. And you and you and you to you encourage one another. That is the purpose of church. But if you are alone, Without a church, who will encourage you? Who will you encourage? You lack something. It is a work with God, but we need ourselves to encourage ourselves and strengthen ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Demre, Emma Suminio Bima, Osha Mugrano, Bondo Sande Minima Watibia, Namino Yar Kansam Kakakrano, Nada Masamno, or two Jezim, or Marinian Cranche, no two Mirpim Kokan. Don't think that your presence doesn't matter. Mamma on your death, or one bar, Nakeda in Chin in Yumonia Shabi. Don't think that you don't matter. You don't know people who are looking up to you or looking at you and, and learning from you and are being strengthened by you. I see some of you and I'm strengthened, I'm encouraged that God is good. When we have fellowship, the second thing is that we prove to the world that Jesus was sent of God. God sent Jesus. But the world do not want to accept it. But Jesus says something in John 17, 22 and 23. He said, the glory that you have given me, I have given them. He was talking to God. That they may be one even as we are one. Jesus and God are one. There's unity. There's oneness. It says that it is a glory. The oneness is a glory. If we are one, it brings glory, the glory of God. If there's unity amongst us, it brings the glory of God. That's why we are very strong against this unity. We are very strong against those who create confusion in the church. We are very, very, very strong. We stand and deal with it. And we're going to be so much stronger going forward. Because when there's disunity, there's no glory. But it says, the glory he has given, that we may be one, even as he, Jesus, and God are one. And that is the church. He's talking about the church. Jesus, no Razi, Warakasa, no Kachende, Eja, and Yamna, the Maman, Maso Madamahon, and Robaya, Wabaya Bakun, Dembre, Eminyo, also, Yaya Corono, Etino, Yarkani, Abakande, Dominium Yamnia, Biakuye, and Yamnam Nawaba, and to Jesus, a Kadam chair, a Sorno Susa, no Maso Mercatia one day, Obey ye, then Yara, Yabanans, what the Menim Yamude, Yabanans, or Yabo Biakuyem, and to now sorry, Yenabanu, would you not get it, Tia, or Bibiara? Hallelujah. Amen. On Sunday morning or any meeting day, when you wake up to come to church and you are considering whether to come or not to come, know that you are not coming for yourself only. You are coming for others also because others will be strengthened by you. Others we need you. Our oneness is very important. So we don't come to church on Sunday because of ourselves. I, I also sometimes feel like I, I shouldn't come to church when the weather is cold and I put the duvet over my head. I can feel like not to come to church. But I come every day because I know that I must come and strengthen somebody. We must be one. We must be united. The glory comes when unity is in our midst. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Nariba mobio sande, barban iyem cranche, zimo before so. Papa kada nasumpo, ayonya damat and kane in chenda bayan chanasumpo on panda kakra. Nasu no onyimede on basor manankotseno ho, no basor demre obisuhuna, nyimpani benyan cranche binti. Verse twenty three says, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you loved me. So he was talking about the church. He was talking about how we should love one another and he will be in us and as we love one another, the world will know that he was sent by God. Do you know people who come to a church and when they see the acrimony and the, they, see, they go away because then they realize that no, this is Jesus they are serving. Is that it? Why so much trouble amongst, amongst them? Why is there, there's no unity? So one way we can prove that Jesus is now our is how united we are, how we are one. It is very important that we must prove to the world that God sent Jesus. It is Jesus who can there. Emi mitihomo na wejan uso itimomo dem na obeya iyinum wobetimu wobiakuyem na wiadi ne hunde awosumam na edohon dembre edoman. It is necessary to prove both hunde there wasuma Jesus Christ wobi wiadi ma odo wohubiakuya. Hallelujah. Amen. So do, I've talked about the importance of fellowship or the purpose of fellowship. So what are the conditions of fellowship? How do we share fellowship? What are the things we should consider in fellowship? One, we must be committed to one another. We must be committed to one another. It's a yes. Giving yourself yeah. to the other. You're committed. Commitment is very important. We shouldn't be lone rangers. You come to church, you are alone. You come alone, you go alone. When you close, when the time you finish, you say benediction, you are gone. It's not, you don't receive the maximum from, from church. It's accept, you who accept you. You can come and enjoy and go, but I'm teaching you this today so you know that you, you are losing out on the benefits of belonging to a church. I saw in Fasuzibi Wom, now Nina and the Farabaji, now Hufama, it won't mamma, and so more mau. Nina so than there, or won't you be Yankee Tamuzi? Mamma, one banda, Yapuna, sorry, Yabaka, Domin, Sambuya, Nebia, Ekakofi, Debida, Yajutum, Sabay and the man, no mum, no crack, 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 Nancha Yapuna, Sora, Yanya, who you are, Tamuzi. Commitment means that you love one another. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. It says, love one another. Verse 10. Love one another. Verse 10. 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 Verse Verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. So we should stop pretending to love others. Verse man, 10. Man, He's talking to the church. Verse 10 says, Love each other with genuine affection. And take delight in honoring each other. Love each 
Commitment means that you love one another. It's not the love that I have for my wife. That's not that, that one. That's another love. But we must love each other. And you must honor one another. Nobody here is better than the other person. Honor what listen. I'm stand, I have my responsibility to stand here to teach. That doesn't make me better than Pastado. I'm only different. And I have that responsibility. So I must honor him. And he must also honor me. We must honor, we must outdo each other in honor. When I'm dealing with Reverend Agri, I honor him for who he is. I honor him as a child of God. I respect him. He is also respecting me. And I'm trying to respect him and honor him more than he honors me. He's also trying to honor me more than I honor him. That's, it is so, we must try to outdo each other. We must try to honor each other more than the other honoring you. So in that case, there's respect. I honor Pastor Phil a lot. He knows. He also honors me a lot. The things we talk about, the things we do, the things, the trust we have for each other, the confidence we have in each other. I honor him so much. He also honors me so much. That's how it should be. And when I meet you here, I honor you for coming. I honor you for everything. I honor you for just being a child of God. I respect you. And you also respect me, oh, daddy. You, you honor me for what I'm doing, for who I am, for being a child of God. And, you, and that, so everybody must honor one another. It doesn't affect me alone. You, each other. Honor one another. That is important in the church. That is necessary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Se order masum de nyizi mana me pre de mama de nyiza ochen mo no de mama no da masu no do wo national dream do de so de nyizi mama o de nyiza ochen me me zaman kanen do do o de mama ya ya nda mana ya rekokan hallelujah amen there are some churches where the pastor is keen is more than keen is a god okay and the pastors talk to the members anyhow, or they can shout on them or treat them anyhow because they are above everybody, not in this church. We've ordained many leaders. But one of the things I've told them is that we must honor one another and honor each church member. Because what to give us fellowship, what to give us oneness, what to give us unity, is when we honor one another. 
But when you come here and you don't receive honor, you are despised, you are looked down upon, you are spoken to anyhow, you don't feel the fellowship, you will go away. And for us to have our church, to have you in church, to fulfill our mandates that God has called us to do, then we must honor you and you must honor one another. Honor each person in the church. I'm saying this as an exhortation and as a strong admonition that in Love Sanctuary, we want to have a pleasant atmosphere. Pleasant. When you come, you are free, you are happy. You are, you, the world will chase you around, the world will mess you up. But you know there's a place you can go where you are loved. A place that you can go that you are honored. A place that you can go that you feel good. That yes, you're also a person. Hallelujah. Azukra, obeji dasi de, inyani ya mkofa ya wongi tamuzi, inyani ya mkofa ya wongi odo, onanyide ya zi nyizi bama ya hongi ya hongi. Ma mama ombande, obi bobo nyimitia, obi baka kasebi anahonso za achire obi, debida. Onka bani de, bia, wiyazene zero soso, nzama bi mkweye mwa wambi ya horo, nemo mwe nyisumpa de, Baby, oh, how often love sanctuary? Had the Eba, Ubu Bajun Hosande, Ebaha, Wonsabakan Yzibiara, or say, Ebaha, Wonsabakan Kitamuzia, and Yenyan Mubin Yabiara. Damn Namipede, I'm sorry, Oye. And the love I'm talking about is called Agape. Or the American wants me on a brother friend Agape. There's Filio, there's Eros, and there's Agape. Agape is a one way love. As much as much as it depends on you, your love must be agape. It means that you love the other person. You take responsibility to love the other person. It doesn't matter how the other person treats you, but you love the other person. That's what is within your control. How the person loves you is not within your control. Or how he doesn't love you is not within your control. So, agape love is you love in spite of, not, not, not because of. You just say, uh, you say uh, I love him because he loves me. He loves me because he does this for me. I love him because, no. You love each member, each person, each leader, in spite of anything. Even though he may not be doing what you want or what you expect. Love does not necessarily mean approval of the person's action, but you love. So agape love it means that it depends on you. You you just love. Agape love you may do some things wrong which I do not like. But I still love you. Even though, I, even though I disapprove of what you did. That's agape. And that's what we must all exhibit towards one another. Because that's the kind of love that Jesus gave us. Look at yourself. Do you think that if Jesus wants to look at what you do and how you are, will he, will he die for you? 
But he has a gappy love. John 13:34. It says, A new commandment I give to you. That you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. He said, We should love one another. Just as he has loved us, we should also love one another. How has he loved us? We were in sin when he loved us and came to die for us. We were messed up against him. We were in rebellion, yet he loved us. So love in the church, you know, say, it's like this. So me, I don't like him. I don't like, no. We love. As a pastor, hmm. if I want to look at what some people do, but my duty is to love. My, my instruction is to love. Not only as a pastor, even as a Christian, as a member of the assembly, I must love everybody. Hallelujah. 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 So in this church, I want us to love one another. It's As Christ loved us. Let's stop discriminating. It used to be a lot here, but I, I, I hear it has reduced. And I, I, you don't tell me things, but I know things. I hear it has reduced, things are better, we are freer, there's more happiness and there's more respect and honor in the church. Thank you very much. But we should take it to the next level. Hallelujah. If we don't do these things, then why do we come to church? Why, why should we come and be stressed in church too? You've gone stressed the whole week, and then in church you come and, 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 and this person, and, 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 and basa. Well, then why would we come? We will come because there's love here. We are respected here. We are honored here. This is the place we come, and we know that it's truly a sanctuary of love. Hallelujah. Let me go first. Have genuine interest in others' well-being. That is one of the how we honor and respect one another. And have genuine interest in the well-being of others. I'm not saying go and be probing people and go and be inquisitive and trying to dig people's background. But when opportunity comes, have interest in the people's well-being. When you notice something that you can do to support somebody, help somebody, have interest in it. Genuinely. There are some people who pretend to have interest, but they are always, they have an ulterior motive. No. No ulterior motive. Genuine interest. We shouldn't come here trying to selfishly, uh, what do you call it, satisfy ourselves. Because 
Odo manipakone na nyapepasude ebo konyanam boa mama mon kabande binum dem wanteten se orepira ba wonchen anasude oye no hotedema owo enyi nanyi ka wasembi ho nsusunu na bibi wo ne nziye ni nyara echi inyono na yerka yenyodo mapama yen ho Paul to the Philippians in chapter 2 verse 3 and 4 it says do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit Conceit means pride. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Paul Kade, Mama Yen Fipes, and Minkumina, or Yahumadum in Jumebiara, Nemum Wahumbrazimuno, Yem Bubinum in Chayahu. Count others more significant than yourselves. So as I'm here, I'm supposed to count each one of you as more significant than me. I'm not, I don't see myself as the most significant person, the most important person, the greatest person. I've said it before. Let, I must count you as more significant than me. You also count me more significant than you. That is how you can respect. You see, you can't respect, honor somebody if you, don't, if you, you see the person lower and uh, less than yourself. And for you to love and respect and show honor, you must always see everybody higher than yourself. It doesn't mean you should belittle yourself and make yourself a doormat, but you must respect them. That's how you can honor them. In the house of God, God has God created everybody specially for for uh, what do you call it? An assignment. Everybody has a reason why God created a person. He may be going through whatever he may be going through at this moment, but there's a purpose for the person's life, and that purpose is very important to God, extremely important to God, and you must ensure that you don't look down on that person. That's how we share fellowship in God. That's how the world will know that God really sent Jesus Christ. And that's how we can be one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. As we come to church, we must care about the interest of others. It is important that we don't consider, we, we are not selfish in the way God has blessed us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say. Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.